Hey, welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. We hope that you are having a great week so far. It is a nice sunny Monday here in central Ohio. My name is Brandon. And my name is Craig. It is great to see you. Hey, good to see you too. And uh, such a beautiful day today. And man, hasn't the weather been absolutely impeccable? It ha- this is my weather. Now today's going to get a little warm. It's going to be about... Mid-80s. Yeah, mid-80s, mid-80s. or so. Yep. I'm wearing a sweatshirt now. It was like... 50 degrees this morning when I left to yeah. take the kids to school. Yeah, it's tough to dress right now. I mean, you dress like it's winter in the morning, and then it's, you know, you got the tank top you and shorts to... back on in the uh, in the afternoon. Well, that's so, why I carry yeah. a pocket knife. So, like, here in a little bit, I'll be able to cut my shorts off or my pants off into shorts. Cut your shorts off. Cut my shorts off. <laughs> yeah, no, cut my you know pants off I don't want to go shorts. there. Let's go to the next day. Yeah, so we have a special <laughs> guest today with us. You know, I heard that, and I'm looking at him right now, and, I mean, this man right here is um, – Probably um, one of the most. What, what would you call this guy? Like, there's a lot of things I'd call. You could this call guy. him a lot of things, but uh, I'm I'm perplexed. Are you? Because if anybody knows our guests, our guest. Okay, there it is. I w- I was just wondering where the orange was on our special guest today. Our special guest is none other than our student minister here at RCC. Mr. Clint Matlack. Hey. Welcome. Hey. Yay. Hey. It's good Welcome. to have you. Real it's good quick, to be here. Real quick. No, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> so last night we had our uh, we had our night of worship here. It went really well. I think we, we had around 90 people. 90. Um, yeah, we 90 had, people. you know, what, 37 students? Yeah, we had 37 students. We're starting youth group back up. Um, we had 37 last night with 12 new students. Um, that's awesome. That's great. That's yeah. really that's yeah. awesome. Um yeah. and um first time first time there, right? Twelve students. First time they were yes. there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. First Twelve time they students. were there awesome. this year. So. Now how do they how do they get I mean, do you do they come on the invitation of another student or did they just come on their own or what was that all about? Um well we keep connected with all the parents okay. um multiple ways. We um have Facebook, Snapchat, I Snapchat the the students multiple times a day okay um but on youth group sunday they get a snapchat from me but parents get remind um we just have multiple ways that we stay connected but yes one of the most important things that Mm -hmm. i tell them is it's their youth group they want it to grow right invite somebody and and that's exactly what they do so you do a contact on sunday then before oh yeah that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, it's been years. I mean, literally years ago that I was in the youth ministry and, um, I started in 1984. And so I was the, I did it for like 13 years. And I started in 1984 too. Yeah. In the womb. Conceived. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> do we need to start this podcast over? Yeah. Hey, welcome to Grounded with Craig and Clint. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, I started like in 1984 and that was one of the things that, um, you know, we didn't have all the social media today that we have today. And so, you know, you didn't have Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat and all those things. What you basically had was snail mail and phone calls. Right. And so during the week, um, we would send them literally everybody a handwritten letter and we, on Sunday after church, after lunch, literally would call all the kids that we had on our list and say, hey, come in tonight, they'd all say, yeah. And back in the day, I mean, um, I'd have to double check with Anita, but we were having 50 to 60 students. And, and I, I, I attribute it to what you're doing that, you know, you're contacting them. It's just not like, mm-hmm. you know. It's not the way it used to be. Yeah. There is a place for that, though. I, I have found that people still really appreciate getting handwritten mails. And, and there are times where I will take and um, we've got postcards here that we have yeah. with the RCC logo on it and our address and everything. We're able to just uh, to send out a postcard. It's blank on one side, right. so you can just write a, a handwritten letter. Hey, three and a half years. I never knew that. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So now you know. Well, you have and the biggest and I've never was, gotten one from you, so that that would be great. I work on the, that. The biggest thing is, and you kind of touched on it. You were calling them every every Sunday, Sunday right? The biggest thing with student ministry is just staying connected to the students. It is not just here. But yeah. outside of of church, right? You know, right. outside of the building. Um, but you know, we're going to events and we're watching um, kids play and just my right. rapport with them. You know, but Snapchat and you yeah, get, I get a your, lot. Of, I get your yeah. Snapchat updates. I texted, I snapped him back yesterday because he sent a big long 
thing of what was going to be going on the night of worship and all that stuff, bring a lawn chair and a, or a blanket. And I messaged, messaged him back and said, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. So you were there. He was, there. was there. Yeah. You yeah, were yeah. there. Yeah. No, we saw you. I saw you there. Yeah. So it was good, good job. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It, it was good. I think that, you know, like I said last night, Allison Clark came to me with that idea a few months ago of doing a, a night of worship around the fire pit and, and she'd seen it and, and I've been picking on her and it's been, it's been fun. You've been picking on her about, you know, I think the, what she had seen, somebody had done one and they called it S'more of Jesus. Right. You know, I really like that. I you, wish we would have done that. No, you don't. <laughs> S'more love with Jesus. S'more worship. <laughs> like um, <laughs> but, but as we talked about it, I thought, man, what a great idea because, you know, especially this time of year that we're heading into right. with the weather. The weather last night was perfect. The was. wind finally died down some. Um, the wind was blowing yesterday quite a right. bit, but the weather, you know, the weather was great. It was like mm-hmm. 70, high of 72 yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was sunny. It was right. a little windy, but when we started, it was, it was perfect. And, and it was great just to mm-hmm. have everybody gather around in lawn chairs, lawn chairs. My redneck's coming out. Lawn chairs. <laughs> I'm quite sure what that was. <laughs> and people sitting on blankets and, uh, you know, just being able to, to sing together, to worship mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. Um, have the fire pit going. and What was really cool is during uh, – we were worshiping, and all of a sudden I saw the drone come up, up on the parking lot. And, yeah. Like it was taking pictures of uh, yeah. of everybody. That was kind of cool. My granddaughter loved that. She was like, the drone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll have to get some pictures yep. posted to the Facebook page. Yeah, we'll post page. them on the Facebook page. Yeah, that's page really cool. And- and it was it was it was a good time. It was it was, it was good, and I thought the worship was good. I thought the songs were great, and um, I thought um, it was just like you said, it was a beautiful evening, and it was a different, um, a, an absolutely different setting, which mm-hmm. I think is is good because yep. sometimes I think we get so familiar with what yep. we do and how we do it and where we set and how we, you know, what I mean, it's like yep. we do the same thing we go over through the and motions. over again, and, and sometimes yeah. I'm not so sure it's not on the, uh, it's not idol worship. Right. Honestly, yeah. we would never say that out loud and we would never admit that, but we have to set in the same spot and it's got to almost be identically the right. same thing. We got to do communion at the same place. And, and I'm like, well, come on, man. I mean, I love that because, you know, going to the fair service, totally right. different. You know how that was. It yeah. was, um, good. And, um, I actually had somebody I mentioned last night, they were at the fair service and they were there last night mm-hmm. and they told me they were like, we need to do more of these outside, yeah. you know, being outside worship at the fair and outside here tonight. It just kind of something different changes. About it. Every, yeah. Well, I think it, I think it gets you out of your element. Yeah. And it takes I, that repetition away of kind of like what you said. Right. Right. We always set in here. Right. We sit in a sanctuary and we sing and we do this. It's almost in the things that we do and right. how we do them. Right. That whenever you get out of that element, mm-hmm. you know, you think back, like you said, to the fair. Right. Man, worship was off the hook. Yeah. It was really good. I think good. you pay attention more. Yeah. I think, you know, you are kind of, okay, what's going to happen next? Right. This is different. Right. from So you're paying attention more. And I think, you know, for me, I get more out of it. You know, we had talked before about doing some services out here, you know. We you should. Know, I think we should, whether it's, you know, maybe this week. Uh, let's go let's for go it. go for it. Or in the spring or something. And I was going to say it was good to be back. Yeah. Because honestly, that's the first uh, night of worship we've had. Mm-hmm. In a long time. Yeah. In a, in a long time. Well, the last time we had it, we had it in the sanctuary right. on a youth group yep. night. Yeah. Before... Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Oh, yeah. I, you know? I bet it was. And yeah. it was really good in there that night. Right. But almost just to come back outside. Right. You know, taking the students into the sanctuary, but now bringing the adults yeah, out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't remember how you had said it. You had made some comment last night about how it was good to be outside in a little bit different setting. Right. And the only thing that went through my mind was... This is normal for us on a Sunday, right? right? right you know, right. I was glad to see the body come together. Right. Well, it's such a great reminder of just that of the body, and I mentioned that last night because we we sang "House of the Lord," and and Phil Wickham wrote that song, and and it's you know the chorus says, "There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today." And there's a video out there of him talking about that, of how he he, he talked about how you know when he wrote it, you know he was just reminded that the house of the Lord isn't a place. Mm-hmm. It's not a building. It's not, you know, this church. The house of the Lord is us. Right. You know, we are the body of Christ. We are the house of the Lord. And and right. wherever we are, you know, the whole you know, you talked we talked about that yesterday. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is with mm-hmm. us. And um and so there should be joy mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. us 
every moment of every day, even in the moments where it's tough to find joy, you know, we have to strive to shine that light. We talked about that too. And so, so that, that was neat too, just of saying, you know, Hey, Mm -hmm. we're still the body of Christ. It doesn't matter if we're inside, outside, right. Wherever. Yeah. It was a good night. It was a really good night to have, uh, you know, just people come in and kids were there and it was neat getting there earlier, early and seeing, you know, the food and, yeah. uh, just the kids playing, you know, soccer and there was football and they were playing, what is the game in the crowd? Gaga ball. Gaga, Gaga ball. ball. They're, you know, they're just all over the place. And, and I just thought that was really good. It was such a beautiful night. It I was. Mean, absolutely. I don't know if it could have been any more perfect. We couldn't have planned it. Yeah. Unless the wind was down to about two miles an hour right. instead of eight miles an hour. Right. I mean, I don't know, but it yeah. was perfect. Well, I thought it was cool. You, cause you, Whenever you started Night of Worship, you talked about the body coming together. Right. Um, you didn't get there at 5 o'clock when we started. Mm-hmm. And we had some of the um, adults show up waiting for Night of Worship. And um, they were setting up food as well. But I took, you know, I did, hey, quick. Real, real quick, quick, real quick, real quick. That's, that's Clint has a habit of saying real quick, <clears throat> and then categories. 15 minutes later, it comes to a conclusion. Right. Yes, anyway, exactly. Go for it. But I brought them all up, and I explained to them about how we were going to go through the night and being combined and, and how it was good, because I had even talked about that's the body of Christ. You right. know, we are whenever we come together. And it was really cool because um, Donna Lowther was there. Mm-hmm. Well... I actually got Donna Lowther to stand up on a picnic table with me. And I explained to them, because we talked about connections, you know, you're connecting um, students to students, but students to adults and all of that, and how you're creating in youth group bonds mm-hmm. of uh, fellow Christians. But I got her up on a picnic table and explained to them that a lot of them didn't know, but... 35 years ago, Donna and I were at the same church mm. as teenagers mm-hmm. in the same youth group. That's crazy, yeah. isn't it? And how you meet here. And, and how like, hey. and how God just brings all of that right. back. Right. And you never lose those connections. Right. You right. know. Yeah. So it was really cool. And then to go into the night of worship and it's good just to know because I'm going to have to talk with Donna about what you were like um, when you were a teenager. I think we see be. it. I think we do too. I don't. I, that's I, what Clint I, yeah. was like when he was a teenager. Clint's right, still a teenager. Right. Yeah, one hundred percent. But no, it was a good day. Yesterday was a good day in, in the morning. Mm-hmm. It was good, uh, good uh, day. Uh, good evening last night. Yeah. Just put a great uh, cap on it, and I just love the way people stand around and talk, yes. and the way they just kind of hang out at the, the fire. Yep. And um, it's just, it was just, a, it was just an awesome time. And yeah. I think. Um, you know, we need to probably do more of that. And who says we can't do that on Sunday morning? Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be I, great. There's no rule, right? There's, there's wood what? out there. And we could even live stream it. We could, yeah, we could definitely live stream yeah. that. We could do it in the shelter house. And, exactly. You know, have a, yeah. you know, hot dog roast after, um, church. There you go. That sounds good. The Holy Ghost, Holy weenie, Ghost weenie Roast. Holy Ghost Weenie Roast. Thank you, skit guys. <laughs> right. It almost felt like a church picnic last night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah kind of. You know, it did. Very laid yeah. back, but mm-hmm. it was good, though. Well, for our RCC peeps, um, our next night of worship will be in December. We do not have a date hammered out for that yet, but our goal is to do a Christmas night of worship. I'm looking forward to that. Um, we've been singing some Christmas songs already. You and I have, Craig. Jingle bell, jingle bell. I love jingle So the I other love, day, I love Christmas. So, so my youngest Music. daughter, Kennedy, is um, she's going to preschool here. And so Thursday after preschool... Um, you know, I hung around, we were where I was working a little bit and, um, was getting ready to leave to take her home. And she was like, I have to go potty. And so we've got this little bathroom here in the, in the stream room off the stream room. So she went in there, had the door shut and I'm standing out in the hallway. And I, I told Craig, I'm like, Craig, come here. And so Craig walked out of his office and stand, we're standing here and I'm like, listen, and she's singing. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Chris. And that's what she's just been. She's been singing Christmas she's songs ready, for the man. last month and a half. She's ready. So, that's for sure. So, yeah. So, next night of worship will be a Christmas night of worship. We're looking forward to that. That'll be good. So, That'll be I know we've got good. Young at Heart coming up. Young at Heart is coming up. We also have another night of prayer coming up. Night of that's, prayer. Uh, is that on the 12th? It's in two weeks. Yeah, two yeah. weeks from Tuesday night. Yeah. So, that'll be good. We're we're calling that, again, um, Old Fashioned Prayer Night. Mm-hmm. And, um 
you just come in with your prayers and we're just going to drop right what we're doing and we're going to pray for whatever you bring up. And yeah. if you bring something up, we're, we're going to ask you to pray about it, but we give everybody else a chance to pray about that before you close that up. And, uh, we did that last time, um, for prayer night went very well. A lot of great prayers, a lot of, you know, just really seeking God and yeah. just lots of things I would have never thought about to pray about. That's and, great. um, it was, it was really good. So we're going to do that again on Tuesday night. Um, October twelfth nice. at seven o'clock in the church uh, sanctuary. Maybe we should go out the shelter house. I don't know. Hey, that's an idea. Yeah, right. Might be good weather. First of October. Maybe perfect. Who knows? Right. Yeah. But we uh, um, had going grow crew start this past week. Mm-hmm. I think they had thirty some kids. They've got um, a total of forty something signed up, which is just just amazing. Oh wow! You know some that's of these crazy, kids yeah. um, don't. You know, probably never heard the gospel. They've never right. heard the word of God. Some of them maybe have never even been in, in a church before, and so right. what a great opportunity it is for that. And just, it so, really is. You know, thanks to everybody who's helping out yep. with that and and everything there. So yeah, and so youth groups, uh, you got stuff planned up for the youth group. Uh, we you do till the end of the year, and yeah, we do. We're good. planned out till the end of the year. Our our next big event that we have coming up is October tenth. Oh wow! Um, corn maze. Corn maze. Corn maze. Is it? Yeah, we're really going to I just took a guess. Yeah. But the cool part is, um, where'd we used to go? Mechanicsburg or yep, uh, down Milford M- Center? Milford Center. Um, it's grown. Our youth group has grown so big that it's really difficult to haul that many students mm-hmm. now. Um, but what's really cool is here in town, it's anywhere with you anywhere acres, with you acres right out at the edge of town, which is what, five minutes yeah, away from the church? Eight minutes max. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He put in a corn maze, built a nice big building, has a pumpkin patch. Um, so on October 10th from three to five, we're going to do youth group there. We're going to do our corn maze. We're oh, that's going to be He's awesome. going to have a fire pit for us. Oh, nice. Uh, cornhole. Um, so parents, you know, can just bring and drop off their students and pick them up there. Um, or we're also giving giving the parents the option if they have little kids to just come and stay and, and stay and join you and good. stay. Yeah, so we're calling it our first annual Fall Fest, and it's oh, right nice. here, right here local, which I absolutely yeah, love. That is good. That is really good. Yeah. Um, talking to Cody, I think he said that it takes anywhere from thirty to forty minutes to. To go through the corn maze. Wow. They I have could, food trucks do every quicker. now and then. You probably I've, could. I've seen the aerial map of it, the aerial view. But you're of a it. pretty good scout too. Yeah. From your hunting. Yeah. So So yeah, so I mean we have that. We're doing some uh fifth quarters yeah, um, awesome. on the next home game and then the very last home game yeah. and we invite the students to come back out here. You guys had a good one the last We did. Yeah, we did. Really we good. had thirty yeah. some students That's show awesome. up after the game and great. did s'mores and all of that. So yeah, yeah, we're we're planned out till Christmas. S'more, so now they with have, Clint. <laughs> now they have s'more fifth quarters. Yeah. Two s'more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry the fall, all this, we're getting past all this because we won't be able to drop that so much. Maybe right. we can. I don't know. You can have s'mores anytime. Yeah. Well, I guess we could. Yeah. S'more orange with Clint. Oh. Had somebody ooh. last night tell me, they said, I, I had s'mores the other night. They had a fire pit at there. It was Kevin Beal. He was like, but I didn't have peanut butter cookies. <laughs> So you, you heard our podcast where we were talking about that. Peanut so. butter cookies, right? Yeah, yeah peanut butter right. cookies yeah, instead yeah, of graham wow. crackers. So, 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 so way to go. So real quick, real You're quick, you, real quick. I'm going to take a nap. Because you brought it up again. Oh, my yeah. orange. Yes. I love orange. I know you do. Orange is my favorite color. We know. Do you talk about me and my orange? I don't know that we ever have. Uh, on, on the podcast? So. No, no, no. Just in general. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yesterday, oh, yeah, yeah. I was down at the Connections Cafe right. filling my water okay. and getting um snack because you know, they're really good on yeah. Sundays. <laughs> for sure. Snack. Samuel. You know Samuel? Uh, yes. Sets. Yes. Yeah. Second yeah. row. Exactly. Little Samuel comes up to me and he goes, Clint, Pastor Craig is right. And I said, what's that? You always wear orange. He says you always wear orange. So I do. Where I, I, I talk about it. I go to Walmart and I'm checking out and I'm like, do you guys know Clint Matlock? They're like, no. So when you know, you'll Everybody. know him when you see him, he's wearing orange. 
Yeah, we we were somewhere the other day at the gas pump, and Craig just yelled across the. Hey, lot. do you know McClinton Matlack? Yeah. He wears orange. <laughs> oh yeah, we've seen him. Did you wear orange to the Ohio State game? My orange tennis shoes. shoes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, you did. You sent me the picture. picture. I did. I sent you the picture. picture. Right, you did. Yeah, I did. (laughs) Oh goodness. Well, I'm glad you're here today. Thanks for joining us. Oh, it's good to be here. um, Glad you. We usually uh, talk a little bit about whatever the beginning, and then we talk a little bit about yesterday, and and talk kind of break down the sermon again, and kind of what we need to do. So yeah. But yeah, I thought yesterday was good, and yesterday was your first, like, you were back up, yeah, leading my, officially, right. like, you were up there the week before, but last week was, or yeah, yesterday last, was your... Yeah, last week I played guitar, and kind of eased back into it. Right. Still, uh, you know, still singing a lot. Last night really took it out of me, singing through all those songs for the night of worship. There were a few times I had to kind of take a break and step right. back, and, and the great thing was, was I was able to. Everybody was singing. Yeah, they were. You know, really, really well, and... I just kind of had to step off and, and cough a little bit and kind of get everything worked out. But, right. but yeah, no, yesterday morning was great. It, it was great to be able to, to lead again and um, just to be back up there. James um, was up there with me again, and, and he's just— He's been a trooper over the last— Told him, uh, some, somebody five, said we weeks. need his name up there, you know, kind of how, like when you stand up, it's Craig Brad's right, right. Um, preaching minister right. or teaching minister, right. and then when I stand up, Brandon Chenault, worship and creative arts minister. You know, we need James Latrille. Assistant worship. Minister. Exactly. Um, but you know, it's, it's been great to, to see him, um, just grow and everything there oh, yeah. too. But yeah, he helped me out. He led the first song and then we kind of mm-hmm. went back and forth on some of the other songs. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to lead fully, but, mm-hmm. but it was, it was good to, to be up there to be with my team. It was and, really um, good. I missed them. I don't know if they missed me or not, but I definitely oh, missed them. Definitely did. Um, and so, so yeah, it was good. And, uh, we, I, I really appreciated, uh, I really have appreciated James mm-hmm. for, uh, Stepping in, you know, we, he stepped in along with, you know, your wife, Clint and, mm-hmm. um, Nate, and then we had Linda mm-hmm. and Randy stepped up, uh, yeah. during the fair service because yep. Allison was out. We had a couple major people out during, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a, for about a three or four week span. And, um, and, and I really appreciated, uh, especially James because, um, he really has over the last four or five weeks, you know, he's been kind of the guy up front yeah. Yeah. with the exception of we had Dave Mason come mm-hmm. in. And, uh, he did, he did a great job also. And, uh, you were here that day, but you were not up front. You were in the stream room. I was room. in the stream room in the, the service. And, so. and you know what? Here's what I've learned over the last month and a half. God uses things like this to help people grow. Right. I've grown through it. I've learned through it. Um, and I think he also puts us in the right place at the right time. You know, I was planning on slipping into the stream room that day just to set back here. Um, I was only, what, you know, I wasn't even a week removed from the hospital, so I definitely didn't have the energy to be up front or mm-hmm. anything. I didn't want to be bombarded by people. Um, how are you? What happened? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was going to sh- slip in. Well, Corey couldn't be here, and, and it was like, oh, I can run the video. Right. I had a couple of mess-ups, but my wife let me know about it. Sure she did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was like, you know, it was it was just a great opportunity for mm-hmm. me to slip into that. You know, I... I Already knew most of it, but just mm-hmm. got Clint to give me a refresher mm-hmm. on everything. Um, you know, James has led in the past, but normally it's been when I have been, mm-hmm. you know, on vacation or something. Right. So I think this has been a great opportunity to get him up yep. consistently over the last, what, six weeks? Yeah, I mean, really, he started five, the last weeks. Sunday of um, August. Yeah. And so for him to be up consistently mm-hmm. has helped him. You know, I've seen him grow over mm-hmm. the last couple of years mm-hmm. as he's led. But I think this is, has helped him grow mm-hmm. even more. And so I think God uses things like this just exactly. to, A, teach us lessons, yep. and B, just help us kind of, you know, learn those things that we need to, to, to get something, you know, like for James to be the, you know, be up there consistently right. and just to get more confident. And, and so it's been neat to see that. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that and, and appreciate all of my team. I mean, they've been great. Um, over this past month plus. Mm-hmm. And so, you know. yeah, it's been, it's been really good. And, um, but yeah, it's, it was good to have you back up, uh, you know, where you belong and, you know, get back to, you know, keep, keep doing it one step at a time. Because yeah. when you first went down, we were, I was actually looking through the net, through next Sunday, through October mm-hmm. 3rd and, um, was going to try to line up a couple more people. But, um, I thought, you know, if we get through the one Sunday with, with that Dave did it and then get the next Sunday under yeah. our belt, let's see where, where we go from there. And, um, you know, once you got out the hospital and started progressing, you started 
moving down that road yeah. pretty daggone fast. So yeah, and and I that definitely, helps. Yeah, I think that God has just really helped me. I, I still get winded. I still, you know, like I said last night, singing through all the songs. But um, from from what I've heard, God has definitely kind of helped me progress down that road mm-hmm. quicker than probably I should be. Right. Um, part of that's me kind of pushing through stuff, but that's my personality. And oh yeah, I think you got it. Um, yeah. You know, the the more I do, I think the stronger I get. So oh, I'm yeah. trying to do. As much as I can without overdoing it. And, right. You know, my wife's been great about making sure that I don't overdo it. But That's good. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I, it's it's God is good and mm-hmm. looking forward to the, the next few weeks, too, as I continue mm-hmm. to get stronger. And it's going to be good. Always good. It's good right now with Clint sitting here. I just feel I just feel at ease. I, I appreciate secure. Clint, too. Clint, Clint did a lot, you know. <laughs> yeah, he did. Well, I mean, just for me, too. You know, like he came and picked me up from the hospital and. We, you know, I got out of, out of the hospital and I looked at him and I said, so, um, you know, they had just ate five guys without me. Yeah, we did do that. And I asked. We actually made him wait. They, wow, we had to wait. Five guys. You know what? He sent me if a snap. If I was snap. close enough, I'd high five you on that one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> sent me a snap of his french fries and I said, what? I text, snapped you back and said, save me some. Uh, they showed up, did not have any french fries. He's like, I didn't get that text back. I don't, I, I don't. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. you don't. So I said, I looked at him and said, "Hey, so if I um, if I put in an order at Chipotle, will you stop and pick it up for me in Marysville?" He was like, "Sure." So I put in a big order at Chipotle. And, there you go. And he was like, uh, "I'm gonna go get a Moomoo car wash." I'm like, "I don't care. I got my Chipotle back here." So. Yeah. Well, I would have been in ICU if I eat Chipotle. So right. Yeah. Good for you. Exactly. Well, and it was it was great to go pick him up that day because we went. Um, me and Christy went and picked up Allie to mm-hmm. go bring Brandon home. Yeah, so that awesome. that was really cool right. to go. Um, but it was good to see Brandon come out just looking a lot better. Right. Because there were a couple times whenever I took him to the hospital. Right. It's like, mm. oh, dude, keep breathing. Keep breathing. <laughs> right. You know, because you'd look Breathing back is and, a good thing. Yeah, but he was, good. you know, I mean, you, you, you had me concerned yeah. as your brother. Right. You know, but. Right. Um, Some of the Snapchats I sent you, I didn't look I wouldn't healthy. even save them. Yeah. I wouldn't save those ones because right. that's not, that wasn't Brandon, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was good to see whenever he started getting his color back and started smiling and all that, you know. I finally got some weight back now, too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but in, um, you 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 did a great job uh, pitching in for the uh, you know getting everything ready for the, uh, the fair, fair service. service and yeah. we talked about that on an earlier podcast because um, you know I don't know what we would have done if you weren't able to pitch in because you know I told Brandon uh, I think I mentioned on a previous podcast where you know you kind of kept me in the loop of what was going on just so I would know and I really appreciated that because you know I uh, you know with Brandon. I just don't even think about it. I just, he rolls, just does it. And I wasn't really concerned because, you know, I'm, I am one of those guys that like, you know, it's going to happen or it's not going to happen. You know, it's like, we'll make do with whatever happens and may not be what I want, but it, you know, it's going to happen. Right. And, uh, but with you, you, you know, you made sure that everything was connected, disconnected, reconnected. At the fair, you know, you're up in the rafters hooking that TV up and the TV was crooked. So you're trying to, you're getting up there and zip tying it. And, uh, so he has, he has an idea for next year, bringing another TV and moving it on further, further back. And yeah, nice. so there was all kinds of stuff like that that was, that, that went on and, um, about as smooth as you could possibly be for that yeah. morning. I yeah, it was like. great. Um, you know, and I've had, so we've been here. About nine years, I think, at RCC, and I've had a lot of great people pour into me, but one of the main things that always sticks out that we talk about and that you just have to remember is we want to keep the main thing the main thing. Exactly. You know, just like you said, if we had a sound system, that would be great, but if not, what do we want? Every Sunday... We want to glorify God. We want God to be glorified. By the at way, the end what we're talking about next week, keeping the main thing the main thing. Oh, nice. really? Exactly. That's awesome. You've been in my office, haven't you? Uh, no, okay. I haven't. <laughs> no, and those are those things that right. you just have to make stick. Right. That you have to remember. Right. You know, keep the main thing the main thing, and above all, make sure God is glorified. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like last night. Whenever I, you know, our theme this year for youth group is. Everything matters, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, 
and whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Right. You know, that's, that's our, that's our goal. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's funny, you know, too. It's just, I love how the Holy Spirit works. That's Christian. Um, yesterday in the last few days has been reciting his Bible memory verse. Um, and it's, it's the one that talks about, you know, whatever you do, do it for the glory of yeah, God, you know, right. work as if you're working for the Lord. And yeah. so it's been neat to hear him walking through the house mm-hmm. and say, dad, can I say my memory verse for you? It's like, yeah, buddy. And so, you know, it's just all how all of that just ties in together. It's, there's no coincidence. You, no you can't get that without the Holy Spirit. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There is no coincidences right. with the Holy Spirit. It's right. going to tie in, mm-hmm. you know, downstairs is tying in with what's going on mm-hmm. upstairs mm-hmm. on Sunday. It's connecting service. the dots. It's connecting the dots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then to move out last night to youth group, mm-hmm. you know, and then into night of worship. All of that stuff connects dots. And that's not us connecting dots. Right. Well, that's impossible. I right. Mean, yep, exactly. It is possible, but not like that. Right. 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 Yeah. And it's the Holy Spirit setting all of that in motion for you to see. Right. And that's part of that's part of that whole spiritual growth is being able to stand back. Right. And see that and not getting just fixated on what we do in here. We right. have a lot of great ministries mm-hmm. throughout yeah, that are that are having different dots. Right. That that the Holy Spirit exactly. is putting there that that if you take a minute and you step back and you look, man, you can see part of what God's doing. Right. You see this guy over here? Did you see what he did with his cup a minute ago? Yeah, I did. This guy looked over He's at him. He has his uh, grounded coffee mug totally upside down above his face getting the last drop of coffee out. Um, did you get it? I think. Okay. <laughs> I've got more in my coffee in my therm or more in my office in I'm my looking thermos. at you and I looked over at Clint. Clint just keeps on talking. He's looking at you like, what are you doing over there? <laughs> yeah, I just – But, uh, but yeah, and I think – um. You know, the last um, few uh, Sundays, you know, we've, you know, we've tackled a few things, um, you know, in the you know sanctuary for worship time. And, uh, you know, we talked about miracles and I had somebody talk to me about that last mm-hmm. night saying, you know, I really I wanted to say tell you that the sermon on miracles, man, that really spoke to me because I believe with all my heart that God's done a couple of miracles in my life. And Absolutely. Proceeded to tell me about, you know, a miracle, which it definitely sounds to me like a miracle. And then. um Yesterday we talked um, about you know, kind of like enough's enough, and um, and I, and I think as a Christian we have to get to a point in our life where the enemy hurls so many things at us, and Satan is always trying to trip us up because you know we realize that Satan is he's like a lion, he's like a roaring lion looking for somebody to devour, looking for somebody to destroy, and that's the three of us sitting in this room. He would like it like nothing more than for one of us to take a huge fall or for one of us to get discouraged and stop or quit or something like that. But yep. he is constantly on our case. And um, and I think sometimes that we actually give Satan way too much credit than what he, sure. actually, he actually deserves. Yeah, he is powerful. There's no doubt about it. Um, but here's the thing. God is, I wouldn't even know, I mean, a billion times too powerful, trillion. I, I don't know what the number would be. But um, when, you know, God tells me that he's with me and God tells me that I have what I what it, what I need through him to go against Satan. And I mean, there's so many things in God's word that tells us, you know, stand your ground, do not fear, keep mm-hmm. holding on, endure to the end. There's so many things like that in the Bible. And, you know, especially when you get to well, Ephesians six, yeah. where, you know, he says, you know, put on the full armor of God. Yeah, um, that's just not a really good thing to, you know, um talk about or have on a plaque or something like that but it is definitely a uh it is definitely uh something that God wants us to to focus on exactly and um because he's there with us yeah. he's given us the tools to fight so when i say you know enough enough's enough right and we literally have to say that cuz you know i've thought sometimes that you know, sometimes I've talked to people where they're Christians and they're like, well, I thought once I became a Christian, everything would be fine. And, you know, I wouldn't have to deal with these things anymore. Not true. And I, I kicked off Sunday uh, by saying, Jesus says in John chapter 16, verse 33, in this world, you're going to have what? Trouble. So take heart because I've overcome the world. Right. And, um, you know, it's like uh, even Jesus is saying, you need to buckle up. You need yeah. you need to you need to prepare yourself. Yeah. Uh, but don't get alarmed by what you see. 
Don't get alarmed by Brandon got COVID-19 right. or I'm yep. going through something financial or you're going through something, Clint, on another thing. Don't get alarmed to this. Continue to, st- to stay strong. Don't get frightened. Don't get freaked out about this because guess what? Yeah. I have literally overcome what you are going through. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to endure when you're going through something. Well, right? and I liked how you even pointed out, and I'm sure you're probably going to get to it. That's not your battle. Exactly. Right? That's God's battle. Exactly. Right? You know? And how hard is that? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, how hard is that to say, God, this is your battle? What no matter you, what it be, is. I'm not going to be afraid. It's, it's yours. I mean, that is brutal. I think I there's mean, a reason, though, that there are right at, right around 365 verses in the Bible. That talk about how we should not fear. Exactly. Like that's not coincidence. No. That's that's one for every day. Exactly. Of the year. Exactly. And and it's just a reminder of God of saying I'm in control. Mm-hmm. You know, don't fear. You know, take heart. I've I've overcome the I've world. Overcome this world. Yeah. I like the uh, quote from Joseph Stoll. And um, Joseph Stoll. Um, I don't. I've never given any background on a lot of these people that I quote, but I, I believe he was the president of Moody Bible College. Mm-hmm. And I've actually heard Joseph Stoll actually preach a couple of times. Very, very great communicator. But he said this. He said the Christian life is not um, absent of struggle. It is the promise in your season of struggle that He, God, is going to give you the strength to get through it. Mm-hmm. Do we actually believe that, or don't we? Right. I mean. Does God give me the strength to get through what I'm about to go through? I believe he does, but man, I'm telling you what, how many, how many times do you fight yourself right. for control for God for allowing him to take this away from you right. and allow just like can continue? Because to a lot of times we can say, no, I've got this one. I can handle exactly. this. I, I have a better way right. of doing this. Yeah, and see if you and you go your way, and whether that's worry or anxiety or whatever, right. fear or whatever. Here's what you do: you don't really do what God has called you to do because you're too busy dealing with you and your issue. When God's like, "Hey, I've I've already dealt with this," and right. I'm telling you, this is the hardest thing that anybody will ever do. This is literally. This is where the rubber meets the road. Yeah, for us as a Christian, I didn't actually say that yesterday. I was going right. to, but I, but I didn't say that. Um. I like it when, um, you know, in Matthew chapter 5, um, Jesus tells us, um, verses 11 and 12, he says, Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For the, the same way that they persecuted the prophets, that the, they were before you. And, um, and Jesus is just saying, hey, when you're persecuted for me, and you are taking some stuff because of me, um, yeah. you're going to be blessed. That's hard to. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I think we realize we have to realize is that there's what we go through just because of sin in the world, and then there's what we go through because of our persecution because we follow Jesus Christ. Right. Two totally different things for sure. And sometimes you know oh, I got a flat tire. I must be being persecuted. Okay. Yes, maybe that's a part of the plan, but you just happen to live in a sinful world exactly. where somebody, you know, dropped a nail or somebody slit your tire. Yeah. I, I don't know. And or you should have changed your tires. Exactly. <laughs> or you should, exactly. Yeah. And I've had that conversation with people quite often of, you know, they talk about, you know, well, why would God allow, you know, bad things to happen to good people? Why did God allow this to happen to me? Why did this happen? Why did, that, you know, and I tell them exactly what you said. Well, the reason is, is that we live in a sinful world. Exactly. God did not design things to look like this. No. God did not design there to be pain and suffering and mm-hmm. death. That happened as a result of Adam and Eve's sin. Mm-hmm. In the garden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And fall. so, you know, we we have bad things because of that. So thanks, Adam and Eve. And, and it, yeah. you know... Right. It, and we talk about that upstairs a lot with the youth because they ask that same question. And it's like, well, you can go right to the Bible. We can right. go right to Genesis and look at that. Exactly. You know, because you didn't do it the way I designed it, now you're going to have this and you're going to have that and you're going to have that. And don't you think that follow that 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 applies to our personal life when we don't follow that. Oh, for God. absolutely. So God does design my life to be this way in marriage or as a father or as this or as mm-hmm. that. But if I decide not to, if I do, if I go away from what God tells me to do, then 
I'm gonna. Ha- I'm on my own. On that's that not one. on God. That's on you. That's on me. Yeah. Right. And the one thing you you read this verse yesterday that I think we as Christ followers have to wake up every morning and be reminded of is First John four four, and it says, "You belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the Spirit who lives in you is greater than the Spirit who lives in the world." Wow. And I think we just. Man, write that on your mirror in your bathroom. Exactly. Put it somewhere where you're going to see it. Now, that's the bumper sticker plaque shirt. That's the, that, uh, that's actually, that right there, that verse, you could probably spend four or five weeks talking about it, breaking that thing down. Yeah. And, um, but you're right. That, I agree with you. You, we need to really read that verse every day or multiple times Mm -hmm. a day because he covers it all. You belong to God. Yeah. This is who you belong to and you've already won the war. You've already been, you're on the victory side because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. And you know what? I believe that with all my heart. Absolutely. Because that spirit he's talking about is the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. and the same Holy Spirit that was in the tomb with Jesus Christ. I mean, that gives me goosebumps. That raised Christ after three days. I mean, literally, I have goosebumps on my And how many times do we hear that? How many times do we hear that? I've heard you say that from up front. But how many times do we actually sit there and think about it and believe it, Yeah, you know, that you have that power. Yeah. And a lot of it, I think, comes back to the whole, well, I can do this on my own. Exactly. Yeah. Or you, you, you it becomes that thing where you, you've got developed such bad habits that you're fighting. You don't realize you're fighting God for that control. Yeah. Because you've just been, this is who you are. So sometimes you have to go above your personality and allow God um, to take that, allow God's spirit just to be. Um, to be where it needs to be, and but that that verse right there, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, for sure, one of my Absolutely. favorites. And it, and it kind of pains me to read over that quickly when I'm up front because I just want to stop. I know I just want to say, do you all just hear that? <laughs> Let's meditate that on the next ten minutes by yourself. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Read it again, and then read it again, and then read it again. Right. You know. Exactly. Oh my goodness. But yeah, I just yesterday was one of those days where um wanted everyone to know that we're going to be persecuted for our belief in Jesus Christ. And you can kind of see what's taking place in this world. And mm-hmm. I think I even said yesterday, you know, if you don't see what's taking place right now, then you're living in an alternative reality. You just don't want to see it. Right. And um you have to see what's taking place. The, this is all a spiritual battle going on right now. We think it's physical. We think it's COVID. We think it's political, whatever it is. But this is all a, a full mount press against God, mm-hmm. against his word, against morality. It's all against that. And, um you know, it's to, it's literally... To bring us down to our knees is what right. it is. Yep. We right. have an oppressive, oppressive government right now. I've never seen such an oppressive government government since Hitler and Stalin and people like that. I mean, this government mm-hmm. is within a few f- steps away from yep. people like Stalin and Lenin and Hitler, literally. And um, so we're going to watch in full in full time in real time of how Christians are going to, um, you know, react to the, right. to what's going on. And so when we get there, what's going to happen? We're going to remain faithful. In this world, you're going to have trouble. In this world, you're going to have an oppressive government. In this world, you're going to have death. In this world, you're going to have flat tires. So are we going to remain faithful and walk in Jesus Christ and be who he wants us to be? Because I believe within the oppression is worthy of revival for God, and the church is going to break loose. Mm-hmm. People you see now, I'm just going to say, people who come to church here, even at RCC now, will maybe not be here a year from now. Right. Because... Um, they're going to be too freaked out, too freaked out and worried about what's going on. They're not going to like what's being said or what God is calling them to do. So they're literally going to make a choice um, to do what they want to do. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and I'm not talking about masks or no mask or vaccinations or no vaccinations. I'm talking about literally this is a full mount press against God. Right. And now what are we going to do? And um, because... I, th- I think it's so important to realize that, um, you know, we've got a job to do no matter what. Right. And, um, you know, Jesus tells us in Matthew 5.10, I read this yesterday, blessed are those um, who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Um, you know, when you're persecuted because of God or righteousness, that's mm-hmm. God saying you're going to get a blessing in that. I know that's hard to believe, right? Right. Because we think, oh my goodness, persecution sounds so brutal. Mm-hmm. But um, what's the blessing? I don't know. God, God only knows what 
what yeah. that is for me. And and where the rubber meets the road is, are you going to stand firm in your faith? Are you right. going to be bold yep. right. in your faith? Right. Yeah. And understand that that blessing may not be on this side of, of heaven. It may exactly. not. Exactly. And so how, how hard is that? Yeah. I mean, literally, how hard is that to know that? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's rough. It is. You think about it. It is. And um, John fifteen eighteen, um, Jesus says, if the world hates you, uh, know that it hated me before it hated mm. you. Yeah. yeah. And that's true. Absolutely true. And, and you know, I, I guess over the last 20 months, I guess, you know, I, let me be more honest about that. Since August of last year, my whole thing, I've just felt led by God to, um, and I'm not just talking for everybody else. I'm talking for myself, too, is are, are we prepared? Are we prepared for what's to come? Right. Because I don't believe we've seen a fraction of what Mm -hmm. we're actually going to see. And uh, what we've seen here um, recently is nothing compared to what's coming down the road. And so are we prepared? And that's part of what I've been trying to do. And, and, you know, within that, people are like, oh, thank you for that. And then people are like, I don't like you because of that, you know. And uh, it is what it is. But um are we actually prepared in um, in a few weeks, um, probably four or five weeks from now, we're going to talk about dying, the fear of dying. Are we prepared to die? What does that actually look like for us? Because, you know, I cannot tell you how many times over the last 20 months I've just, I just don't want to die. I just don't want my parents to die. I don't want my kids to die. I, I realize that. But you also realize we're all going to die. Right. And I don't know when I'm going to die. I just know I'm going to die. Because doesn't the Bible say it's appointed a man to once to die, then after that, the judgment? Mm-hmm. So why why should I fear something that I know is inevitable down the road? Yeah. It's like going to bed on Sunday night and saying, I'm going to get up tomorrow morning and it's going to be Wednesday. It's impossible. Right. It's not going to be Wednesday. So I prepare for Monday mm-hmm. instead of Wednesday. It's like... Why wouldn't you be prepared, and why are you going to be afraid of the very thing that you know you got to go through? Exactly. Well, and I think that's why you would be afraid to die. Because if, you're not. If you're not. You're unsure. Yep. Yeah. 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 And that's that's part of what we're going to talk about, you know, part mm-hmm. of those fears. And and that's why next week uh, we're going to talk about being a witness for Christ, even yeah. through tough times and all that. And then right. the following week we're going to talk about, you know, the Holy Spirit. And then after that I'm going to talk a little, a little bit about um, – uh, kind of some tribulational times and, you know, what we're going through. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be a little bit more blunt during that uh, message than probably I have been um, in a while. Mm-hmm. And um, and then after that, we're going to talk about um, the fear of dying. So everything that everything that we're going to be talking about and what we've been talking about, um, you know, always has emotions behind it. Right. And, and I believe that God is trying to prepare his people mm-hmm. and whoever that is, me, Clint, you, um Anybody else? He's he's preparing us for what's to come because he needs us to be prepared. It's like it's like going into battle. It's like you get it. It's like you go hunting. You're just not going to roll out of bed um, at five o'clock in the morning and not be prepared to to go on the hunt. Right? All right? Yeah. You've already prepared yourself to go on the hunt. Mm-hmm. You've set the deer stand up. You have dropped the corn. You have got the bow ready. You've got your clothes ready to go. Mm-hmm. You've got all these things that you know that you have to do and what scent remover and all, what, yep. whatever else yep. you have to do. You have put painstaking time to go for this one hunt. Right. Am I right? Yep. So why aren't we got, why don't we approach our spiritual life like exactly. that? Exactly put this painstaking time in my spiritual life to be prepared for what God wants me to be. And that's what, that's all I'm trying yeah, to do. Right. To get us ready for the hunt. Yeah. Cause it's coming. Yep. I don't want to be the hunted one. I want to be the one that goes on the hunt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the way I look at it. Exactly. So, yep. It's good stuff too. It is good stuff. I think Clint's making us smarter. Maybe. Well, you talked yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> you talked yesterday about, you know, the light and the darkness and mm-hmm. and how you know we as just Christ followers, and I'm kind of paraphrasing what you right. talked about a little bit, um, but we have you know we have to shine that light, right? You know, you, you talked about how the um, the darkness hates the light, right? And th- there is a lot of darkness right now, right? And so we have to take a stand, and we have to shine the light, right, of the gospel of Jesus Christ, right? And you asked a question, um, and and you said, you know, what would you do if I came into your room at three o'clock in the morning and shined a light in your face? And I turned around to Christy's second service, and I said, 
Well, if he came into my room and was trying to lighten my face at 3 o'clock in the morning, I'd probably tell him to go back to bed and ask him if he needed me to cover him up because I'm used to people coming in my room in the middle of the night. Like, you know, Jordan, just go back to bed. Right. Do you want me to come cover you up? You know, so. You'd be like, how did he get on our what? sofa? Exactly. <laughs> that doesn't last forever. You have to go in and wake him up at noon. Oh, oh man. Right. Yeah. So. You're talking about Christy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, and, that's true. I mean, you you do. You have the light. You have the dark. You have mm-hmm. the truth. You have the lie. There truly is only two sides right now. Right. Two sides. That's it. Yeah. What are you going to say? Well, I was just going to say it's really kind of cool. We talked about connecting dots. We're talking about where the how the rubber meets the road. Um, if I can find it here, real quick. Give me real just, quick. Real quick. Real quick. So we started. We're in week three in the upper room. Um, on Sundays with the middle schoolers, we started a right now media and it's called fire and faithfulness. It's a Sadie Robertson thing. And it amazes me. You know, we talked about not being no consequences with God, but how he sets all those dots up. What you talk about here Mm -hmm. is going right upstairs. And, and the first week we talked about God's in control, you know, Knowing right. that God is in control and that's hard to do. That's super hard. That is super hard to do. Then last week we talked about the power of influence. You know, okay. are you going to be a thermostat mm-hmm. in your faith and change a situation, you know, being prepared. Right. And then last week, and, and what we're doing is it's walking through uh, Daniel. Oh, awesome. Daniel's so, a good book. Yeah. So we're getting... Um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and King Nebuchadnezzar. But this Sunday kind of went across. It was faithful in the fire. Awesome. Are you going to be bold in your faith? Sure. You know. Awesome. So we'll wrap that up yep. next week with a lifetime of faithful faithfulness. Awesome. So are we going to be prepared as we move forward mm-hmm. for the battle? Right. You know, and, and I think that. It, it just, as I'm sitting here, right. as I sit in there on Sunday and then go upstairs, I see how this, you know, everything just aligns. Right, right. You know? And, um, you know, it, it does align, and you have this thing of that. I, I've always said this since uh, March of last year, and maybe it wasn't right at the beginning, but it was shortly within a couple of weeks that I felt like that God was preparing us. He's literally taking like the entire fabric of the world and like a blanket on your bed and he's fanning it, you know, trying to get it straightened out mm-hmm. to get his pre- people prepared for what we are going to have to do yeah. for the future. Cause it's not about just me living the American dream and going on vacation and having enough money in the bank and doing this and doing that and doing that, whatever else. It's literally about what God wants me to do. And so yeah. this is going to be a total mind shift for a lot of people and what's coming down the road of, of where, you know, where he wants us um, to be. And so in a few weeks when during the tribulation time, we're going to, we're going to break down suffering and persecution. Those are two different things. Suffering, we all go through it. You got right. sick. You know, yeah. you might stub your toe. Yeah. I might have headaches and I might get the flu. I mean, I don't know. We all, we have problems at work. We do this. That's all suffering. Mm-hmm. Suffering, we, we go through all kinds of stuff. Persecution is totally different. Yes. Persecution, you can get out of it. You don't have to be persecuted. Suffering, you have no choice. Right. Persecution, all you have to do is compromise. Yeah. All you have to do is say, I'm just going to go ahead and do what the world wants me to do because persecution is different. You have to formally say, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, and no, I'm not going to do this. I don't care what you tell me or what your mandate is. I'm not doing this. That's what John the Baptist did. That's and what, that's going to uh, happen. What, um, you know, Paul did. Yeah. That's what the disciples mm-hmm. did. No, we're not doing this. This we is what talk, Daniel did. We talked, yeah, we talked about that upstairs yesterday, and it's very easy. To be bold in your faith whenever you're here at Civvy Road. Right. The further you get away from here and you get out into the world, Mm -hmm. and we talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, are you going to be all in in your faith? Exactly. Or are you going to have one foot in and one foot out? Exactly. And then you're going to walk funny, you know? (laughs) You are. You're going to walk funny. Exactly. You know? That's where the persecution comes in, and how are you going to stand? Are you going to stand bold? Exactly. And and know that the power of the Holy Spirit is in you. Right. 
And Christ has exactly. overcome the world. Well, yesterday I read a passage of scripture and, and I have, I, I do read this a lot. And there's a reason why I put this in there all a lot because, um, it's such a great verse and it's not very long. And it's John 10, 10. It's the thief's purpose is to steal, to kill and to destroy. But my purpose is to give them a rich and a satisfying life or an abundant life in some translations. And, and I think yesterday I broke it down. I said, John 10, 10 is like walking to like an ice cream place and you have a menu, you have food on one side and dessert on the other side. And one side of the menu, it's kind of a spiritual menu because if you give an, an order off the one side of the menu where, you know, Satan's purpose is to steal, to kill and to destroy. If you order off that side of the menu, you may not realize you're ordering off of that, but you do. You choose that side. So mm-hmm. Satan's going to level your life. The other side of the menu is where Jesus says, I'm going to bring, I'm going to give you a rich and satisfying life. But you know, along with that, you have to do what God has called you to do. So, um, what side are you going to choose? <laughs> and I think that, I think that's where we get down to the, the, the fact of it is, is that everyone's going to say, yes, I want a rich and a satisfying life, but there's some work on that end of it. Yeah. You know, and there's also work on the other side of the menu, but you literally choose. Right. So which side are you going to choose and say, you know, enough's enough. I'm not going to give in to Satan. I'm not going to give in to the enemy and I'm not going to allow the enemy to take control of this situation. And I'm going God's way, even though I don't get it. I don't right. understand it. Right. And, um, basically what we talked about yesterday is faith over fear, no matter what. And so many Christians, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the world. I mean, the world's the world, but right. so many Christians right now have been fear over faith. They have been just so frightened. Mm-hmm. And it has, I don't get shocked by a whole lot, right. but I will be honest with you. It has shocked me how much I've seen that in right. the last 20 months. And um, so I, um, you know, keep moving down that road to where God, you know, where God wants us, you know, to be. And I, and I think one of the things that, um, you know, again, talking about the Spirit of God in us, that's the thing that drives us. Because I, I read again, Zechariah 4, 6, where he says, It's not by force nor by strength, meaning me, but by my Spirit, says the Lord. And I think that's an important verse. Allow my Spirit to work in your, and to drive you. Mm-hmm. It'll work in your life. So It's good stuff, though. It's very good stuff. What are you going over there? Yeah, he's got something. He's got something on. going on over there. You want to know? No, really. Okay. <laughs> just if you do, just we, we lost quick. him about five minutes ago. I looked at him; he was on his phone doing something. I thought he was playing video games or something. <laughs> I was. No, no, I'd missed a call. My my car is. I'm getting my oil changed. Oh, okay. I missed a call, and then I was wondering why they uh, they didn't leave me a voicemail. But I think my uh, voicemail was full. I got you. I was deleting some voicemails. Yeah, there we go. Real important stuff. That was yeah. important. Was that was very important? Yeah, yeah. What side of the menu is that on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna take a nap now. Oh gosh. So, what did you think about Craig's questionnaire, Brandon? Yeah, that's why you pay attention in class. <laughs> <laughs> Craig has to question. Right. No, it's all good stuff. I was, I was mostly listening. I was mostly listening. No, I, I really, uh, I, I, I think that you know, as we, you know, as we go through, you know, this, this, all this stuff, and you know, as we go through this world, that you know, we got to make sure that our relationship to God is is where it needs to be, and it doesn't have, need to be perfect. It doesn't need to be, you know, what we think it should be. We just need to be moving forward all the time. And I need to be, um, you know, really keeping my faith in him because there's going to be, there are times in my life I don't understand things. There's times in my life I just don't get it. I don't get the scripture. You can ask my wife. There's something I'm always like, I don't know why God did this, but I know, I know there was a reason for this. And and I'm going to tell you what it is, just so you know. Moses, why did he not get into the promised land? Do you remember? He lost his cool, lost his he lost struck his temper. the rock, yeah. and he lost it a couple times yeah. because God told him not to do this, and then he did it again, and then he did it again. So he was not allowed to get into the promised land. So this is what I don't understand. I always tell Anita, I'm wired like some of these guys in the Bible, and I always feel like I'm wired a lot, little bit about like Moses, right? Temperament wise, and I told her, I said, you know, he was leading 
mm-hmm. couple million yeah. people, and they're complaining and they're griping, and they literally see God working, and they literally see the miracles of God before their life. They're being fed. He's leading them during the day. He's leading them at night. I mean, if he didn't do anything else but part the Red Sea, what else do you want? Right. What else do you see? Yeah. But these people griped and complained, and they griped and complained, and they just moaned and they complained. And I told her, I said, if I was Moses, I said, yeah, I would have flung mm-hmm. the tablets down at somebody. I would have struck not a rock, but some probably somebody <laughs> else. I mean, I, after a while, you just get tired of right. listening to that. And I told her, I said, I don't understand why God did not right. allow him. Right. Now, I know right. if you read on later, God... But he let him look at he it. He let him look at it, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, which maybe that's what Moses wanted. I, I don't know. But my my thing is, is that I don't understand some things of God's word. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand some of the things that take place in my life. But I do know this. If I put my trust in him and my faith in him, he... That's what I'm supposed to do. Because he has never let me down. Yeah. I don't have to understand it. I don't have to have all the pieces of the puzzle together. I don't have to really know anything. All I have to do is put my faith in God. That's the thing. You're not going to understand everything. No. And we're not going to. Exactly. Exactly. 100%. Good stuff, though. It is. It is very good stuff. Um, at the close of the uh, service, I read a scripture from Colossians 2. And I actually threw this in at the very last mm-hmm. minute, so I sent it to Allison um, on Saturday. But it's Colossians 2, verse 8, and then verse 20. And I think these two verses, I, I think that entire chapter is awesome, but um, Colossians 2, verse 8 says, Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and um, high-sounding nonsense that comes from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. And, and I threw that in because I always feel like that today we're being... There's so many empty philosophies, whether it is the critical race theory or Black Lives Matter, or it's the political philosophy, or it's just all these philosophies that are going even even right down to COVID with masks and mandates and mm. vaccinations or not vaccinated. These are all just off the charts, crazy human philosophies. And when you look at all of them, there's really no basis for any of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear, oh, you know, Craig, you got to follow the science. Okay, I'd follow the science if the people who were saying follow the science were actually following the science. I would definitely do that. But none of them are actually doing that. You can see that in their everyday lives. They're not doing that. And so I'm not going to follow that. I'm going to follow God. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow what God wants me to do in my life. And then verse 20 says, you have died with Christ, and he has set you free from the spiritual powers of this world. So why do you keep on following the rules of the world? Mm-hmm. And there it is. Yeah. Why do? Because some... it's another part of the menu, and that's the menu. Yeah, that's the menu. If you follow the world, you get yeah. destruction. Yeah. Yeah. If you follow God, you may not understand it. You're going to get something. Yeah. Else. You're going to get life. You're going to get what He wants us to do. So, but there it is. There it is. Nice to have Clint with us and you with us. Twenty percent of the time today. It's good to I be was here. Here, like ninety-seven and a half percent of the time. Goodness, <laughs> teasing you. Anybody else out there want to come on and get hounded exactly. on the podcast? <laughs> a special guest next week. Special guest. I'm gonna be like, hey, welcome. Uh, next week, I'll be like, hey, welcome to um, welcome to Grounded with Craig and my special guest, Brandon Chenault. <laughs> right? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'll be back at work Monday. There you go. Awesome. No. I'm, so is your car good? I don't know. Oh, you don't know yet? No, I'll call call him when we're done here. He's like, hey, can we end this? I need to find out my car. It it is what it is. You know what? Hey, what's it? God, your car needs fixed. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. God, your car is broke. Can you fix it? It's all God's. It's all God's. So, no. Hey, um, we do have some stickers in, some vinyls. If you would like a grounded sticker, feel free to reach out and we'll uh, get one of those to you. Um, We still have... Shirts for sale. If you want a shirt, sweatshirt, long sleeve shirt, whatever, we can get one of those made for you. Reach out. Prices are good. Yeah, prices are good. Um, Richwood Church of Christ at gmail dot com, and uh, we can do that. However, you know it's it's getting to be fall, so I know a lot of people like. My wife wants one of the baseball tees, like we did for the Upside Down Kingdom mm-hmm. shirts. She wants one of those. So, but then I've got a. You got anything in orange? Oh, we can do whatever just, you want, man. Okay, I'm yeah, just checking. come on. Mm-hmm. I've got a gray hoodie with a camo sleeves, and she was like, that looks kind of comfy, too. So, 
I saw she one just, last night at the... Um, yeah, Robin had yep. one on, yeah. Yep. She was representing, representing Grounded. <laughs> this fall, we're going to do a new logo for Student Ministries and mm. roll it out. So oh, nice. Good deal. going to be coming out. Nice. Cool. Everything matters on it. Nice. Good deal. Perfect. Well, I think we hit everything else kind of beginning of the podcast on what's going on, what's mm-hmm. coming up. Um, we're right around an hour or so here. Got started. We we recorded and then we bantered back and forth for a while before we officially got into it. Mm-hmm. So, hey, real quick. Oh no! I just want to thank you guys. We for, don't have fifteen more minutes. I just want to thank you guys for letting me be here today. It was, hey, hey, it was really it was good. good. Glad you're here to get to be a part thanks of for this. Being on. Glad you were off work. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. My jug day. There you go. That's what happens when you work in Delaware. That's right. <laughs> City, not state. Right. Oh, right. Man, could you imagine that commute? Oh, my. I would be retired. Yeah. You could actually, uh, you know, maybe catch a ride with former Vice President Joe Biden up there if you wanted to. On the plane? Yeah. I'll there you walk. go. Now walk. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, anything else? Do you have any, any parting shots? I don't. Okay, good. Don't throw anything at me. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Clint? No, I'm good. Okay. Well, hey, thanks for listening. Listen in again next week. Um, next week we are talking about being a witness. Being a witness. Yes. So, Our mission. Our mission. Yes. That's good. That's exciting. That's always a good thing mm-hmm. to, to talk about, to be reminded of, to kind of keep in front of us. And so, again, we hope you have a great week. We hope that um, you continue to stay grounded. Um, uh, you hear the music? I'm starting to hear it. You're starting to hear it? I'm starting okay. to hear it. Well, hope you guys have a great day and a great rest of your week. See ya. See ya. Bye.